Good afternoon, Patriots. And it is Monday, March 14th in the year 2022. We've got a lot of things happening around the world, events that are just starting to happen all at once, which is strong indications that we're coming to a significant breaking point. And not knowing exactly when or what that's going to look like, but as I've said already, make sure you are getting prepared to sustain for a period of time as costs increase, gas prices spiral, consumer buying power declines. It's big times and significant events. We're going to talk a lot about that tonight on Bards FM, and it's going to be the theme all week long, just so you know. Before we begin tonight, or today, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Right now, this is a very important time to get good sleep, and especially with this stress, and MyPillow provides what I consider to be the best products on the market. Not only is it the best company, being a company led by Mike Lindell, who's a patriot and a Christian, but their products are outstanding, and they really do enhance your sleep. So I really encourage you to check it out, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. MyPillows are on sale for the classic MyPillow for as low as 1998. The Giza sheets are amazing, and all their products are fantastic. It's a significant thing to get good sleep. And as we go forward here, my general sense is we're all going to be pushed for getting enough sleep. So take it seriously. Make sure you've got yourself set up well to get good sleep, to maximize. I, As one, a person who doesn't generally sleep a lot, and I mean this sincerely, my pillow products have made a huge difference in my life, giving me good sound sleep when I lay down to sleep and maximizing my average of about five hours a day or less. So it's good. So check it, check it out. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Promo code is Bards, B-A-R-D-S for great savings. You're also going to get a copy of Mike Lindell's book when you use the promo code. And you can use that promo code anywhere on the MyPillow site, the MyStore site, and the FrankSpeech.com site. Again, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, Bards landing page. Your promo code is Bards, B-A-R-D-S. Patriots, the hardest thing we're going to have right now is reaching people. And there's it's a difficult time to connect with people because we're literally dealing with one group of people that is awakened and another group of people that is fearful to awaken. I want you to hear this piece. It's a very good perspective. Check this out. You're going to notice that it's getting increasingly difficult to connect with certain people in your life. It's always been that way. It's just that things are getting realer now. What do I mean by this? Well, a lot of people around you are still holding on to a version of reality that is dying. It was a reality that was built on ego and on fear and limitations. And a lot of those people are refusing to change. They're refusing to step into the unknown. They're afraid to release their control. In their control, they also hold on to a version of you that hasn't existed for several years. So they keep trying to build a relationship with something that isn't there, with a person that isn't there. You're here now and you want to build from this place. But if they're refusing to change, then they're not even going to see you. So there's nothing you can really do if there's not a willingness on their part to change. Sadly, that's very true. And so the best we can do right now is just an extend a hand of love and reassurance through prayer. But there is a difficult time we are in and it's only going to get more difficult. The entire world is woven together with a petrodollar. And the petrodollar is the foundation of all exchange on the globe, which means when the United States builds debt, 
it can pass it off and sell that debt to other countries to offset our costs. Essentially, we don't run out of money in this country because we own the printing presses. Since, nine, since 2020, nearly 80% of all money in existence, meaning all dollars in existence, not money, but all dollars in existence has been printed. Think about that. Two years, in two years' time, nearly 80% of all the dollars in circulation have been printed. We just continue to print money, and we don't have any accountability for budgets because unlike other countries, once we get our big budgets and we exceed it, we simply pass that on since everyone has to use dollars for exchange. We're forcing them into a debt economy. In order for the world to be free, we have to destroy the debt economy, which is centered on the Federal Reserve dollar. And unfortunately for us, we're the center of that problem. What's happening right now in this issue with Ukraine and, and Russia and us is as the elites are responding in, in their ways that they can fight back against Russia to try to squeeze them, Putin has control of critical resources that will cripple this economy, and he's not allowing the exchange of dollars to buy them. You have to use rubles, and, they have to be, and that means you have to be gold-backed. So we're going to be in for a pretty rough ride as the dollar collapses. There will be alternatives that will come up, but it's going to squeeze everybody. Gas prices are going to continue to skyrocket, and food, food prices and food availability are going to be two issues. Food prices will increase, availability will decline. Again, make sure you are getting prepped. At this, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for allowing us to come together this day and to assemble in fellowship all across the globe using one of the most amazing platforms for this, obviously, which is social media and, and in the internet and using it for good. Father, in this time, we are truly, truly challenged by a lot of the things that are out of our control. And so we're turning to you and, and humbly praying for the mercy of our nation and praying for the healing of our nation, knowing very well that many of the things that are cascading here now have come about from years of a certain measure of complacency by everybody's part, a willingness to live in a world where things and material things have become the driving force, where debt has become a, an engine. And so, Lord, we're praying now for this nation to find its way forward as other nations must find its way forward to get ourselves back to living within our means and most importantly, coming together in fellowship to get through these difficult times. These are going to be times of scarcity, difficult times of, of lack of having to do without things and having to rediscover many of the skills and t gifts and talents that we've long since given away for the period of convenience and the simplicity for an easier life. So forgive us, Lord, for these transgressions, and now we just pray for the strength that we will need as we move forward. As we pray here today, Jesus, we just really ask that you'll join us in this walk to guide us, knowing that we're all going to need a strength from time to time, and we're all going to need a boost from time to time, and we most importantly, we need discernment in this chaos. We need to have that strength to be able to feed the many with a few loaves of bread and a bit of fish, at the same time having the understanding that that also means we have to have the strength and courage to flip tables 
and to challenge evil where evil is. We cannot continue in this process and in this path in this nation with the continued brushing under the rug of the evils and trying to step aside and assume it's somebody else's problem. From the murder of children in abortion to the destruction of our children through vaccines, the murder of our elderly through this attack, through this bioweapon and this injection, or the casting off of our parents into old folks' homes to brush them aside and forget about them, always to make our life easier. Convenience and ease have been the destruction of our moral values, and it's time now that we return to that foundation, and it will be a difficult turn to make. Yet we know that we can do this. We know that we can do this boldly and do it together in fellowship and with you. And Jesus, as you help us and guide us through this time, this is going to be one that we will need to turn to you deeply, deeper than we ever have, not only for ourselves but for our communities, to to find that enduring strength to get us through these dark times. The storm is now here. It's tapping at at the shores of our nation, and it is beginning to move through. And we're already seeing many who are having to make choices between fuel and food or fuel and mortgage. We pray for them. We, we pray for the many that are going to be challenged. We pray for as many as they can to awaken, to start finding their way through, to prepare for a time of scarcity, to start stick, putting things aside, filling their silos so that they can endure this difficult moment as this moment will be. These storms are here lapping again at our shores, and they're going to be hitting hard and heavy and there will be a tremendous upheaval in the coming months. So we pray for the strength that people can only find in you, Jesus, and only find in you, Father. And we pray that they can find that strength now and not at the time, but when that time comes, that they can find the many that are out here to turn to, to guide them to the place they need to be, to find the, re- the reprieve from this chaos in the love that only you can provide. So, Father, in in this moment in time, we humbly put ourselves before you and ask for mercy. It's going to be a challenging moment, and it's going to require all of us to transform the way we see each other and transform the way that we work as a nation. The divisions by politic and the divisions by race and the divisions by hatred and in All of these things are going to have to fall. And the accountability for how we choose to live, whether it's living in sin by by lack of marriage or in living with somebody or living in sin with the sexual practices that we have, they have, not we, they have. Lord, it it is going to be a time when people have to come to account for the choices that they have made. Give us the grace to work this through with others. Give us the strength to draw the hard lines, but always give us that temperance to extend the hand of love, to bring them across to the glory and love that only Christ can give. Guide us in these times. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. These are difficult, difficult times because so much is going to be turned on its head, and there's so much push at all levels, in particular political. There is this push that we must accept everything. 
and I, I have a hard time with this because in a time of chaos, we're going to need each other. But at the same time, we have to, it's one of these things that we can, we, we can care for the person, but we don't have to embrace their values. And the biggest thing we have to begin with as a humanity to get through this is just working together. But we also have to keep in mind our values and not let them be compromised. It's a very critical thing here. So I'm not in, in any way advocating division and hate, but it is a point for the walk with Christ. There is a way to walk that. And we can do that in a way that does not exclude in people in need, but at the same time benefits Father's access to them and allowing Christ to reach through them through our actions in grace and temperance. This isn't an easy line to walk, ever. But there always has to be a way which we have to be truthful to who we are. The problem that has happened so much in the last 50 years or so, or probably more, but at least 50 years, is that ability to speak truth has been diminished by our unwillingness to challenge sin. And that doesn't work. I don't have to tell somebody, for example, somebody in need, I don't have to deny them need that they they may need because that's me being gracious in God's eyes. But I am going to be clear where I stand and I can be clear that I don't condone a lifestyle. And that has to be made. We have a lot of need in this world. The homeless problem alone is staggering right now. The drug problem in this nation is staggering. And in order for us to return to that, and then we get into this whole concept of a society that has been dropped to a place where between drugs and homelessness and sexual immorality and promiscuity, all of these things that are happening, that pretty much sums up our entire moral base in the society because we are being driven by an engine of evil that pushes for this and constantly seeks to degrade the moral foundation of who we are, ultimately targeting towards destroying the family, which is the foundation of all that we are. These coming months and years are going to demand that we rebuild those things. And we have to balance that very narrow line. And I, I think it was well said by a person I heard recently that talked about walking a razor's edge. You can't walk on the edge of a razor your whole life. If you, you, if you try to, you're going to slip and ultimately you're going to cut yourself badly. And right now, we are all tending to walk on this razor's edge. We're a little bit afraid to say this. We're a little cautious to say that. We're trying not to overstate certain things. We don't want to understate things. It's crazy. Truth is bold. It's strong. It's, it's like a Clydesdale horse that when truth walks, it's gracious, it's beautiful, but it's unmistakably powerful. And when you see a Clydesdale, you don't question its strength. It's a gorgeous horse. But it is, and it's not mean, but it speaks so boldly when it walks that you understand the power in which it is. That's truth. And that reason I bring that up is a Clydesdale, when you watch them and they're well-trained, they're gracious. They're, they're, they're beautiful and they're gracious. And they have a graceful walk as they go. But you don't want to be under the foot of that horse or get behind it when it kicks. So this is the sort of metaphor I think that's 
powerful to consider as we walk in truth. We can be that Clydesdale, and we, can, we should be seen that way, to live our lives in truth, to pursue truth, and to be unwavering that, and yet to have the grace to be able to assist those in need. There's going to be much of this. Now, I've, I am no way keep saying this over and over. I am. I don't in any way trying to ensue panic, but I am being real. All of the, I don't care how you look at the world, all of the details are lining up that there is a culmination point coming here of things that are going to shift. If you believe in this new central bank currency garbage, then that alone is, is enough to cause a massive shift in the world because it's coming. Within six months, they're already talking about rolling out a CBDC here in, for the dollar. Which, for those of you that don't know, that's central bank digital currency. So a digital dollar they're talking about within six months. That alone is a massive change in how we do business, meaning that you're going to be, they're trying to take cash completely out of the system. We are dealing with ex- extremely high food prices. We are dealing with a reset that has to happen because the Federal Reserve dollar is no longer the reserve currency of the world. It's rapidly declining. The faith in the dollar is falling. The ability to, for us to get access to services and raw materials even and products overseas is going to become increasingly difficult. Our buying power is diminishing. There are many, many things in play here. Our world, as we have known it, that has been very convenient and very safe and very, I guess, subsidized would be the right term because this, the, the, the dollar has allowed us to have a subsidized world. We've been, our taxes haven't had to be high. Our ability to dream of having these unlimited free handouts has been made possible because of a debt economy that can no longer exist. This is going to ripple effect across our entire nation in such a degree that there's not going to be a single person that will not be affected. Everyone will be. Make sure you have your basics in place to sustain yourself and your family for at least six months. And as I said last night, and I'll talk about it again tonight, and by the end of the week, I hope you're sick of me saying it. Which means if you're sick of me saying it, you've already done it. So that would be good. But I am not going to let a day go by without reminding people the importance of getting those food stocks in place. You don't have to be elaborate. You can live off of rice and beans. You need to be growing some of your own food. You need to make sure you've got some basics and supplements and vitamins. And if you have medications, you're on medications, try to get at least a three-month supply. Uh, I'm very serious about this. This, this time is coming now that many things are beginning to unravel and the media is doing yet again a treasonous disservice. That's an interesting combination of words, but they are being traitors to the true story to the people and not getting people aware of the dangers that we now face. So please take advantage of this time that we have, and I don't know what that is. Maybe that time is six months. Maybe that time is three weeks. I have no idea. But what I do know is all the pieces are on the board and all the telegraphing of false flags are accelerating. And it's because we were losing, these elites are losing control 
of their empires and the power shift is occurring that's destabilizing their concept of a centralized world government and it's being challenged by a multipolar world, which is a setup of Russia and China that are saying, we're not going to play your way. So I'm not putting anybody in the favor of being a good guy in this, other than there is a massive war of the elites going on, and we are going to have to deal with the outcome. And in all of this, we will find our way forward. And the way we will do so is in our strength and our love in Christ and through Christ to the Father. So patriots, do take it serious, please. This is not a time to joke around. If you haven't started a garden and you can, get busy. If you have started a garden and somebody needs help, help them along. If you're growing extra plants and you have extra seedlings and you can help somebody get some going in their yard, do so. If you can stock up on extra seeds right now, do so. These are important things. Food and seeds and, and water are going to be critical commodities. If you're, if you're, I'm not a financial advisor, but I would tell you that if I was sitting in a place with a lot of money in a 401k or an investment fund, I would try transitioning it to at least a IRA that is in solid silver assets or gold, precious metals. That's what I would do. I'm just saying so, but I'm not a financial advisor and I'm not a doctor. I don't wear a white coat. I don't pretend to be one. But I do, I do like gardening. I grow a pretty good garden. I'm a heck of a cook. I, gr- I bake some great bread. I make good beer. And I love my Jeep. So there you go. How's that? So I don't know what that makes me. <laughs> it makes me a professional something. Who knows? All right, Patriots. Have a very blessed day. I'll see you this evening. So hey, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up. This is a critical time for us to stay tight with God and to listen closely to all he has to say because there is a lot he's putting before us and Father is moving. Listen. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will win. But we have a huge mission before us. In this time, for such a time as this, occupy the land, expand the kingdom, mission forward. So see you this evening, Patriots, for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit 
have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 